All right, we're back with episode three of How'd You Get Here. Brad, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing good. So we've kind of developed this theme where you have no idea what we're going to talk about, yep. and I just throw something out there. <laughs> but I'm not as creative as Brad is, so the topics are going to start getting pretty bad if he doesn't give us some ideas here. But today, I, be- I believe in you. <laughs> today, we're keeping it simple. We're just talking about kind of where we got to in our careers. I mean, we both grew up, went to the same college switched you know majors some of us one of us and uh and i think we've kind of taken two different paths to get to kind of similar places mm-hmm. in our professional lives um are you cool if we talk about that sure okay so let's start with you i mean i know in a previous episode we talked about how you started in music and switched to graphic design yep. in college right and then you know, I graduated in 2013. I think you graduated in 14 or 15. 15. 15. Mm-hmm. So talk about like that process of you like getting to where you are now. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I went to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and I decided that I wanted to teach music. Um, I really liked working with kids, and I really loved music, so I decided to to become a music teacher. But then when I went to college and started doing it, it became an issue of, you know, this is something that I really love and care about, but it became work, and it no longer became fun anymore, um, and I lost the motivation, and I lost the passion. And yeah. it's kind of a funny story. You know, I I decided I wanted to change my major, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to change it to. And so I printed out a sheet of all the majors that our college offered. And I basically closed my eyes. And I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I closed my eyes and I just put my finger on the page and it landed on graphic design. And I said, yeah, you know, I could probably do that. <laughs> and that's what I switched to. Um, I went so, back this semester and I started talking to some of the people of the graphic design department. And they looked at some of my... I was like, I, I don't have any gra- really graphic design work or much of it, but I had some hand drawings that I'd done. I had taken some art classes in high school. Um, and I just kind of doodled and um, always kind of done that stuff so I, I brought in some some quick little drawings and things that I'd done some photography and yeah that's how that got started if you think like we were in school like 15 20 years before we were like before Adobe you know suite and all of that and it, like so much of your job probably being on the computer do you think you'd still end up kind of where you are in the graphics design space or um I don't know. That's a good question. Because uh... for me, I mean, so much of my what I liked about marketing and, and then moving into kind of email marketing and a little bit of like graphic design like you, just like where technology was when we were in college, I think was really mm. a, a really exciting time. Yeah. And I would agree with that. And, <clears throat> but then like, you know, we've watched I watched Mad Men and, and that's not the kind of marketing experience that I've had in my career. Um, and you work at an agency, you probably don't have quite the Mad Men experience in your office. 
Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't it's know. it's it's interesting, you know. Um, there's definitely those moments of you know somebody lands a big account, you know, bottles of of bourbon and whiskey are popped open at the end of the day, um, you know, or even not at the end of the day in, in the afternoon. <laughs> um, but it's it's also it's not so much the Mad Men style. It's also more of the modern. We're a very modern agency and we're a very modern company. Um, yep. You know, we come to work in jeans and. And t-shirts and whatnot and um you know we have a foosball table and and uh so it's it's more of that it's relaxed and you know we like to celebrate when we when we do well so um it's not so much that that madman style but you know it's kind of got that feeling um yeah but i think no. that that doesn't that part of it doesn't uh doesn't motivate me or doesn't is not why I got into it. It's more of I got into graphic design because I like to create things, um, and I wanted to create art that was, I guess, in a sense, kind of disposable. Um, and it sounds really bad to say, but you know, when you think of like a painting or um, something like that, it's meant to be timeless and you know hang on a wall and and be sold off and and cherished for a long time but when you think of something like a business card or um a website you know a website will change in two plus years probably you know it 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 doesn't sit around for that long and then it's gone um it's meant to constantly evolve and change and um get better and 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 uh the innovative aspect of it i think caught my eye yeah. I think the most yeah, that makes that, sense. between that and traditional art. So I don't think I would I would like to do traditional art. You know, if if you talk about going back several years doing hand drawings and um you know, it's a different way of doing advertising and graphic design back in, you know, the 60s and and whatnot. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, my story is pretty boring. Like I went to college for music originally too. Well, I don't even think like I made it through one semester before I switched to communication and then I added on marketing yeah. towards like, you know, halfway through my career, through my college years and then got a like internship right away and then got a job right away. And I'm still like at that same company that I, you know, started with right out of college. That's so, good though. That's good. But your story is different, right? I mean, you, yeah, I've you changed switched plenty of times. pretty late. <clears throat> I mean, you switched pretty late in your kind of college career had to stay an extra semester or two mm-hmm. and then you know you got you've had what kind of one other big job big kind of post-college job before this one yeah right? I've, I've really had two um i've both been a marketing manager for a small museum i did that for four years i also taught uh at the same time of doing that i also taught music previously to that um, i was a music teacher for a while um but then, yeah, I was also a project manager at a printing company, and then now I'm a uh, lead graphic design um, marketing coordinator at a um, advertising agency, marketing company. And then we both did stuff in college. Like I interned at an agency, I interned at a bank. You kind of ran a museum and did a lot of graphic design at that museum. Yep. In our little college town. Um, but I mean, you know, five years from when I graduated from when you like almost six years since we graduated now and we've both kind of just ended up in good spots. Right. Would you agree? Yeah. 
I mean, what, what, what's your next step career wise? Are you Um, happy where you are? Yeah, I'm happy for where I am for at least quite a while. Um, I think I want to do, you know, kind of like what you have where it's, you've been there for a while. You've been there for several years. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's one of those things when it comes to careers, it's like, yeah, I could always change. I've always got my ear to the ground and I'm always looking for, you know, different or better opportunities, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid right now. And I think that that, that'll just keep going and, you know, keep building my portfolio and, and refining my craft and my work and, um, and, and hope the, the place where I'm at now gives me the opportunity to, to, to do that, to kind of experiment and be innovative and evolve as a, a designer. Yeah. I mean, I love where I'm at now. No complaints about my current job. I've been very you know, blessed to be able to work remotely for a lot of my time with my company and very flexible with kind of the work and family life. But again, I'm kind of five years into my, into my role and you know, I'm kind of itching to get to do something different, whether that's in the same company or elsewhere. And so I don't know if it's kind of like what you were with teaching music, but I'm almost like, is this what I want to do long term? I don't know. Like, I really like just creating like videos or like something and like wanting to be a thought leader. But in my current role, it's like so specific that I feel like I'm, I'm going to have a hard time, you know, growing unless yeah. I make a drastic switch. I definitely get where you're coming from. Uh, I feel that sometimes too. Uh, it's, it's rough because I, 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 I do the same thing where it's like, I don't get to do video work or, um, audio editing or anything like that in my career, but I think it's projects like this one, like our podcast that keep us kind of, um, you know, and you've got your YouTube channel. I think that's where you kind of innovate and expand. And then, you know, once you refine that and keep doing that for maybe a few years, you can eventually turn that into a career change or, uh, you know, even take on larger projects, um, and then maybe start something on the side, that sort of thing. Um, I definitely, One of the things, go ahead. I was just going to say, I definitely, I definitely feel the same thing where it's like some, some days it feels so stale and stagnant. It's just like, feels like it's the same thing over and yeah. over again. It's like, man, I really want to do something different. I want to create something along this line or I, sometimes it's rough because, you know, you have these great ideas and clients keep sticking their two cents in and putting their fingers in it. And then it comes out with something that's just, meh, it's okay. You know? Yeah. And that's rough too, where it's just like, man, I really wish I could just create for me and just like put it out there. And, um, I see like a lot of YouTubers and, uh, you know, podcasters and, and individual creatives that are just doing things for them that people like, and it just looks awesome. You know, it's probably not, it's probably a, a issue of grass is greener on the <laughs> other side kind of mentality, but you know, yeah. it's it's hard to, to look at that and not feel that way. So, well, like I think one thing that I struggled with, we kind of talked about this in the failed business ideas episode, but I like get this idea and then I just want to go do it, and then I get really yeah. bummed when it's not like an overnight success. And then I, but then I look around at all the people that I really admire that are creating their own kind of careers and building their own um, kind of whether it's a YouTube channel or a podcast or whatever content it is, I mean, they've invested a lot of time yeah. getting to the point where they are now. And I think back, like when we, you know, did our YouTube channel like five years ago or whatever, like if we would have stuck <laughs> yeah. with something like, you know, yeah, it just takes so long to, to become an expert or to become like 
as good as you can be. I mean, I've been in my role for five years now, and I think I'm as good about as I'm going to get in my role. But, yeah. you know, like you said, is that what I want to do long term? Probably not. And so it's just trying to figure out on the side what I like to do um, that can eventually turn into that thing that I've mastered right. on the side. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a process. You know, you look at if we're just taking the example of that you use with YouTubers, where you know, if the people that are around and are around to stay have definitely worked hard and grown, you know, little by little, year by year. There are YouTubers that just blow up overnight, but then they fizzle out, you know, after a month yeah. or two, and then they kind of their channel kind of dies and goes away. So I think it's important you build and it's not so much that you're it's, it's, it's a combination I think of at least for that specifically of building your talents and your skill sets, but also when it comes to specifically YouTube channels, building, you know, finding the people that like you as the personality and like your content and like what you're doing. So if you are out there and you are doing a creative project, you know, you've got your YouTube channel and even for us in our podcast, I think it's important that we, you know, take the time to let the people who want to listen to us find us and we'll build that yep. audience that way. So guys, if you're listening, <laughs> perfect segue. <laughs> so guys, if you're listening and you do like our podcast, please subscribe, you know, keep listening every week. We love doing this. We're having an awesome time. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's important to, to understand, uh, that it is a process. It is taking, it's going to take a long time. And I think that mentality plagues a lot of young people, especially young professionals. They hit uh, a roadblock in their careers or their creative process and they, and they just want to give up because it's like, you know, I've been doing this for one year and I feel like I've gone nowhere or it's not going to happen. And yeah. You know, it's it's a process and it takes a long time and it takes hard work and, you know, just keep at it. And, and most importantly, I think, you know, do it for you. Don't do it, especially if it's a creative project. Yeah. Don't do it for other people. Don't try to just make it a sensation or make it overnight. Make a project that you're going to be really happy with and have fun with. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it before, too. It's like, be okay with making mistakes. I mean, you and I have both made plenty of mistakes. Oh, God, that's yes. That's just part of the process, though. I mean, I mean, there are some people that, like Justin Bieber, he's just this genius little drummer boy and <laughs> gets a YouTube video and he goes viral. And, yeah. You know, but for most people, it's a lot of failure before they find that one thing. Yeah. But even then, is, he was on YouTube for, I mean, he was discovered, but he was on YouTube for a long time. I mean, Justin Bieber mm-hmm. didn't post one or two videos and then get discovered. You know, he was on there for a while. He'd been doing it. He grew in popularity. And then eventually that popularity led him to get discovered. Yeah, Um, exactly. So, yeah. Um, One thing, it's kind of funny, but like just this past week, for some reason, again, like talking about my YouTube channel, I only have like 120 subscribers. That's all right. But these two like Asian technology companies have reached out to me in the past week, like wanting me to like review their like microphones and things on my channel. Are you going to do it? But maybe maybe one of them like incorporated into like a like a podcasting episode or something like how okay. to podcast for free but um it's just kind of funny like i don't i don't want to just be a sellout and do all of these like little reviews for these yeah know, foreign I hear brands but it's just kind of cool to see something i started that i haven't promoted at all kind of 
just get the attention of, of anybody. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's like we talked about with my blog and there was just no passion there. There was no identity to what I was doing. And so I eventually fizzled out with that. And I yeah. hope I don't do the same thing with like what I'm doing on YouTube, but it's something on the side. It's not trying to be my primary source of income right, right now. Right. It's just something I enjoy. Um, so I don't know. It sounds like we're both kind of at the same spot in our in our careers. We both enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. It's not like giving us that total fulfillment. I don't know if that's a millennial thing to say, like that I really want to be fulfilled in my it's job. It's definitely, I, I definitely think it is. I think that's a very millennial thing to have, to be like, oh, I want to do something fulfilling or I want to, you know, kind of change the world or do something that matters, right? Like, I'm, I mean, do you I'm think that's that stupid in, though? Do you think that's, or do you think there's like real, like true, like, no, I you don't. Think that's, no, you think it's like a good thing. I think it's a very good thing, and I think that it gives me um, comfort in knowing that the future generation of you know our generation wants to do important work. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like our the millennial generation, or you know, I hate I don't really care for that word, but um, they're more conscious of like, okay, I want to do something. I, I, I want to do work, but I want to make sure that it doesn't impact the environment. I want to make sure that I can you know, that everyone gets fair wages. I want to make sure that, um, you know, whatever I'm doing is somehow improving people's lives. Um, yep. you know, even if it's not directly, but indirectly possibly, you know, um, and just moving forward as a species. And I think that that's kind of cool, you know, probably not everyone's thinking that all at once, you know, but I think that that's yeah. the general, um, sort of consensus and, and, way that we're moving so yeah exactly well we're only like 18 minutes into this thing but we kind of covered what i wanted to cover um anything else you want to touch on anything else you want to share with the audience this is only our third episode we've got a lot more coming but i would just say guys where we're at today how did we get here it's it's been a long process you know it, but it's it's we've barely scratched the surface surface um you know, we're only in our mid to late 20s, and I feel so old, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, I feel so inexperienced and so young, and so, you know, I don't think it matters how old you are, you know, if you're in your 60s and you want a, a career change or you want to start a creative project, go out and do it, and, and just don't let your own mind get in front of you. You know, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that people have. People are afraid to be judged. People are afraid to fail or people are afraid that, you know, it's it it'll just fizzle out or, or that no one's going to like it. And, it. and that's scary. And I get that. But it shouldn't let you stop something from happening. I think that, yeah. um, you know, if you want to make a career change or you want to start a project or you want to learn a new skill or, um, you know, do anything. The first step is to just get started. And the second step is to kind of just keep at it. You know, you won't know, you won't have all the answers to all the questions right away. But as you go, you'll get better. You'll find people who have those answers. You'll, um, you know, build bridges and relationships and people will help you and you'll get there, but it's a long process. And I think that's important to keep in mind. So, and Brad and I didn't start this podcast because we think we're these wise, you know, no men that have you know these great things to talk about. But we're two really good friends, and you know, 
we have very different perspectives, as we mentioned in episode one. And Sam and likes so, to listen to his own voice. <laughs> and, well, sometimes. <laughs> no, but, um, like, we'll, we'll spend a lot of the, you know, some episodes talking about things that we've gone through, but then I think we both want to open it up to other people, too. Um, just our third kind of, our other best friend as a doctor now, and that's just leaps and bounds from where he probably saw himself yeah. five years ago. And if you've got any, you know, any ideas for us kind of content wise or things you're, you're curious that we get into, feel free to leave us a comment on anchor or leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you're interested in and we'll make sure to get to it. But until next time, Brad, see you later. All right. Thanks guys.